Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For some reason, I'd always, like, shit my pants. And I, 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 <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna stop you. Right <laughs> I, I don't care how embarrassing this is. No, that's fine. I'm Hold mad on. enough to say. It. I just need you to what? say it one more time. <laughs> Bro, Brad, give me the thumbs up, dude. Better than him giving me a thumbs down. I think we're live. Welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Thank you guys for listening, watching, viewing, subscribing. If you're not subscribed, please hit that subscribe button. We love you guys. Thank you. A lot of stuff going on. So much stuff. Going uh, on. So number one, yeah. by the time this podcast is out, we will be on our on our way to Russia to enter the World Championship <sighs> Russian wow. slapping competition. Well, it was nice to nice to see you conscious. Yeah, I am so. I have so many thoughts and feelings. It feels like the fight in August. But in Russia against Russians, yeah. maybe because that's what it is. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. it is. You know, but, but it's yo, just scary. Can that's we talk about what happened yesterday? You get, you get I, 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 or do I, you want to save it? I want to save it, but I'll, I'll give it a little hit. Man, let's let's talk about drama real quick before we bring <laughs> the guys in because it's happening. So let's much. start with James Charles and, and Tati because this took a, a weird spin back in James' favor. favor. He's, st- he's still down like two million plus subscribers, I think. But you're gonna have to enlighten me because all I do is meditate. Like I don't pay attention okay. to this stuff. And, and by the way. Rightfully so. Yeah. Let's be honest. Like, who really gives a shit? No yep. offense, beauty community, but also well, I made like, that. I made that tweet. You I, was, I watched thirty six seconds of his net, his latest video, and I was watching it. And I, I had the popcorn and everything. I'm like, this is gonna get juicy. <laughs> and I got to like thirty six, and he's like, all that I ask you do is you watch the entire video. And I'm like, I cannot do that. Because I don't give a fuck, a single solitary fuck about any of this, nor do I understand why anybody would, unless you're in the makeup community. And even then, go do makeup. Yeah. Why I, are you watching videos yeah. of people talking about people that did videos of people making makeup about people? <laughs> Just fucking go do fucking makeup and take your sugar bear hair, kids. <laughs> no, wait. That's I think that's the the competitor. Oh, I take, think take your tatties. Take, take, take your tatties. But um. Yeah, I don't really know uh, the the details because, like Mike, I made it forty two seconds. I beat you, um, but it was it was refreshing to see. Uh, so James, he clearly scripted his latest video. It was scripted, which then uh, made me realize that his apology video, unlike many people thought, was not scripted. That was uh, off the cuff. So, as far as like specifics go, and like whose side I'm on, I, I'm I don't really give a shit if I'm being honest, but. I think the moral here is like, don't, so people are don't, starting to subscribe back. Back, to yeah. So don't jump to conclusions and don't be fickle. Like, Why are they coming back? What it, what was? Because I guess it came he, out he that he brought a lot, out receipts. He brought his receipts, quote receipts. unquote receipts. And I guess receipts. I guess the what receipts asked, to what? You see, you're asking questions that people who watch 36 seconds of the video don't know. Like okay. you got it. If we yeah. had Keemstar here, he can answer those questions. Got it. Unfortunately, I have no clue. Could have been receipts from McDonald's. Next Could've up, been receipts from it's Sephora. Done. Next who up, knows? here we go. Yep. Jake Paul versus Cody Ko. My little brother <laughs> made a video. Uh, where he confronted cyberbully Cody Ko um, about because 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 Cody Ko has made a lot of videos on, on both Jake and myself, uh, kind of just kind of just being a dickhead if I'm being honest. And like, and Jake called me after he confronted him. He's like, "Yo, I did this thing." I was like, "Oh, that's dope." Because where I'm from, it's like, uh, it you know, if you're gonna confront, if you don't like someone, you confront them. And you, like, and don't you, say and it in your tweets yeah, if you won't yeah, say it in the streets. Yeah, you settle like that it. kind of shit. Yeah, you settle it. Yeah. So so that's what I thought he did, but 
the video took on a cyberbully uh, sort of stop stop cyberbullying tone to it that I think rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And yeah, quite a few. There was like 175k lot, dislikes. I saw. A lot of tweets. A lot of tweets. A lot yeah. of dislikes. I've got I, I've got a thought on it. I just my whole thing is I love the message that Jake was trying to portray, but it was very hard for me. And I love Jake. Jake, I love you so much. There are days that go by that I like him more than Logan even certain days. But to see Jake be the hero, not hero, but to be the uh, purveyor or conveyor of that message, anti-bullying, which by the way, he started the video with the following line. There's a douchebag named Cody Co, and we're about to fuck his life up. If you're making an anti-bullying video and you have started off by saying there's a douchebag named whatever and we're about to fuck his life up, you've lost You've lost. I don't know how else to say it, bro. Like you just can't. like like, like yeah, if it was me. If it was me, if it was me, I'd be like, "Hey, there's this guy I don't like. We're gonna tell him that I don't like him to his yeah. face and see what he does." Instead of like, "Stop bullying." By the way, stop bullying. But like, yeah. But like, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think the core message. Jake, Jake has once again seemed like a little bit of a personal vendetta against Cody because Cody's made these videos against him. Yeah, I guess, lots, of, lots of them. Lots of them. My 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 thought to Jake and what I would say to Jake and to any other creators out there who want to start drama, drama is the easy way to win. That's how losers win, by starting drama with other people. The real way to win is make better fucking content. If you hey, have a true. problem with a creator, don't mention their name. Don't give them more clout by putting them in their in your videos. Make better content than them and do better than them. Yeah, That's it. That's how you with, win. With yeah. Truly with, win. With Cody, though, mm -hmm. I know this feeling like, um, cause he's got a, he's got a, I don't want to say a cult following, but like the people who like Cody Co really like Cody Co, um, because he is funny. It's just one of those situations where it's, it's funny until you're the one being made fun of. And unfortunately the minority here is, is the Jakes, the me, the people who have been roasted by Cody. And so it's, I, 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 I get the sentiment what Jake was trying to do. And I feel, I feel for him. Well, it's kind of like what we were talking about with James on on one of the last shows it's like do you fight back or do you just kind of like take the higher road and not say anything like what Bro, if, it, if it was again if it was me i probably wouldn't have made a video out of it what would you have I, done if I, you were in jay's shoes like would if i just... saw him in person i'd ruffle his feathers a little bit nothing nothing physical but i'd be like yo like you, you talk big online you big now type shit and i wouldn't have taken the uh, when you're trying to take that like the, the high road, out. yeah, I, I think not the high road, but just you wouldn't have made a video about it. I don't know. I've what seen I you do done. that. I don't you're, know. you're you're quite ruffling when it comes to feathers. I've seen him ruffle some feathers. In and by the way, yeah. I, I don't want this to be misconstrued. It's not, not like me, it's not me like pushing show. No. I'm just like I really make people like think about what they do online <laughs> by confronting them in person. Well, because you're not. And by the way, you're not ever the perpetrator of it. You're just defending your name in person. Like I remember the. The, my best memory of it was that fir the first time we saw KSI at the Japanese restaurant in Hollywood when we got the phone call and they were like, yo, KSI's there with this whole squad at this party, at the phase party. Oh, yeah. And it was yeah. just me and Logan. This was before the fight. It was in like June. It was just me and Logan rolling solo through Hollywood. And I'm like, yo, should we bring security? Like, should we bring a team with us? Like, like, nah, there's like 20 nah. people. And LP goes, I think we're good. So we just rolled into this party, just me and him. There's like 30 people, paparazzi, all this shit. And LP just walks up to him and gets to ruffle it. He knows how to ruffle but also, fucking feathers. Also, yeah. also, I made four rules at the beginning of the year, and one of them was don't disdain others. And like, I'm, I'm really, I'm really trying to do that. Yeah, it just, it's just healthier, I think. Hell yeah. Um, lastly, lastly, before we bring the guest on, um, this just came out today. Phase, there's a phase mm. versus Tifu. 
thing going on. This is brand new. Tifu's one of the best gamers in the world. FaZe Clan is uh, a gaming organization. Yeah. And so what happened, Mike? So uh, Tifu filed claim today against FaZe Clan that they have, um, through they contractually took um, collected finder's fees of up to 80% of revenue paid by third party of Tifu services and accuses, and he also accuses the team of illegal and anti competitive provisions. So basically, to say, when they found Tifu, they locked him down in a way that was basically illegal and not acceptable in terms of a so a talent contracted contract. under phase clan. clan okay yeah. so he's a that. member of phase and and he's saying that it that the contract is just completely crazy and that they've taken too much and now banks is you know is going back on twitter now and saying that you know he found tifu and tifu was only getting like a few hundred views before phase took took him in and it's a really messy situation right now i dude i hate that kind of stuff it's always so like touchy with with oh if it wasn't for me you wouldn't be anything but there is legitimacy there so it's like we have 80 80 percent i don't and, and, and banks, that's a lot banks is also saying that so they're taking 80 percent of all is saying that that is completely and utterly fabricated like okay. in every way and i'm not and i've well, i don't also, know shit also but that, he's, well, that's an e that's an easy thing to figure out literally for like sure. the contract will say exactly what the what the number is but so, also right. another, another thing i do want to say this uh not not directed specifically at tifu but to anybody if you sign into an 80% contract, maybe you don't deserve to have your fucking money. But also, what, also, what the fuck but also if what Banks said is true and he discovered Tifu when he had 100, 100 viewers on Twitch, like, yeah, that's what he said. Yo, this is your big break. And by the yeah, way, it 80% was. 80% obviously never, would never be. Man, put yourself in a position of having 100 viewers on Twitch and you wanting to be one of the biggest gamers in the world for a two, yeah, three year Yeah, at that point, contract. you'd go to Russia and get slapped to yeah, get a contract yeah. like that. Like, you'd have to be a moron. To, to, oh, shit. Oh, God. Yeah, this one's early. Let's see how it plays out. But but again, I don't know. Yeah, because we don't know. Right now, it's yeah. just claims. Like, there's I, some dude that claimed hey, I know. That- I know Tifu's a good dude. They should he's, take he's, it to, a real, he's a real genuine guy. I hope it all works out. So is Banks. So. They, they should take it to Judge Judy. Like, spice um, it up. You know what That would be dope. Which, by the way, the highest paid... Television personality in the world, Judge, Judge Judy. Judy. Really? Yeah, like I can see it. Insane, like fifty, sixty million dollars a, a year or something like I that. I think Crazy. fifty. I think fifty, sixty million dollars a year is actually how much our guest made last year. Yeah. Really? Yeah, guys, I want to bring him on. <laughs> That's a lot of. <laughs> He's the international superstar model, starring in campaigns for Abercrombie, Calvin Klein, and Fila. Guess and more. He's a certified martial arts black belt and world record holder. He's an actor. He's the best looking guy on the planet. <laughs> it's Nick Bateman. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me, guys. Wow, our collective uh, looks just got a lot worse in the room. Uh, no, we, actually, we automatically the, the, all became the average, the duff. average lifted, though. That's oh, why you got to surround yourself when by you sexy him, people. Yeah, yeah. The average just, lifted, but we all became duffs. And you're yeah. closest, by the way, I think, proximity-wise. So, mm, uh, well, shit. <laughs> I'm blushing, guys. Hey, how you doing, Nick? I am doing fantastic. It's good to see you, man. It's good to see you, too. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. We, we go way back. Yes, we do. Um, I think we made a, a, like a Snapchat horror movie type thing. Yes, we did with Eli Roth. Yeah, yeah, way back when. And and actually, I told you this then. Um, the first time I saw you was in a movie called Hobo with a Shotgun. Yes. Has anyone seen that movie? Hobo it's, with a Shotgun. It's exactly what incredible. it sounds like. Sounds incredible. It is incredible. It it's, was <laughs> still to this date the most fun I've had making a movie. Um, it was just insane. It's it's pretty much a grindhouse style film, and Rudger oh, Hauer yeah. was this hobo, Rudger Hauer from Blade Runner. Yeah, crazy. And uh, pretty much he rolls into the worst city imaginable, and uh, we start off by decapitating my uncle with a barbed wire noose and a sewer grate. Happens. 
Um, yeah, and yeah it, pretty much the worst thing I could do in a movie. I burned a school bus full of kids. Yeah. 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 In that, in the hobo with the in shotgun. The, uh, no, in real life. Oh, in real life. Oh, okay. <laughs> Crazy yeah, you're oh, still no. here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I respect your Very dedication lucky. to the craft. Yeah. You're willing great. to burn actual human beings. It, wow. it was, <laughs> that's, that's it was a fun scene. They gave me a real flamethrower. Wait, not, really? Yeah. So I'm on this bus with a real flamethrower. Uh, with, with my brother in the movie, he's shooting this flamethrower, and um, I guess the producers didn't put two and two together and realize that the the bus would act as a, like an oven. Oh my god! And it so would, it just got hot. So my hair caught on fire. Whoa! So, wow. Yeah. So I ran up the bus, and the one of the PAs is like, duh, duh, like smacking me in the head, being like, "Yo, Damn. your hair's on fire." Um, oh. So I had singed hair. I have a picture of it, but uh, you, uh, you smell it. Oh yeah, it's but I, I love burning, burning. Burn. Yeah, burning hair is the best Poor smell fire. in the world. At that. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I actually, actually have a clip from the movie because like we can talk about it all we want, but like seeing Nick as this character, what's his name? Ivan? Ivan, yeah. Ivan. He was a dickhead, dude. Yeah, I, like, love, I love it though. I, I think this is the sewer grate scene. Um, <laughs> you show this? Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to go all the way, but like, here we go. Is that the hobo with the shotgun? <laughs> that, that's uh, Rugger, yeah. <laughs> I'll make him wish they were fucking. You're not gonna aborted. show him his head getting ripped off. I mean, can I? I mean, it's I don't know. I cut. think it's mandatory at this point. Yeah, I mean, roll it. I've got a six sense of humor, but oh, this is where I kick the door. It, in. Is oh, it they, too far? I think they are too far. That's fine. All right. Let I mean, them, I mean, they, just they, like they can, they can go watch the movie. Yeah, go go yeah. watch Nick Bateman and Hobo with the yeah, shotgun. Go rent Hobo with the shotgun. No Sorry, one, Nick no one will believe it's me. So so no, because I saw that and then I met you and I'm like, wait, I don't think I understand. What is happening here? You're such a nice guy who doesn't put people's heads in sewer grates. And you guys did a video with you said with Eli Roth. Goddamn right. Did? Yeah, like Eli the, Roth is at Hostel. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. What? That we dude's did, a legend. Yeah. yeah, we did the first like Snapchat horror mystery where like you, you're saying horror. Yeah, not Snapchat horror mystery. Yeah. Okay. Like no. Like who is she? Why is she getting Why is she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got uh, you. Sorry. Yeah, no, not quite. Yeah. Uh, but no, they literally led every scene would lead to the next one. Kind of get who done it, who is the killer, and one of us would be dead by the next snap. Which one of you died? Uh, or, or we all died. Yeah, we all died. Uh, except for who? Who? I think it was. I think it was. Was it, it was a girl? Was the, the killer? The girl was the killer. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember who it was. Well, also, also that day, uh, like we were just talking, I was kind of picking your brain a little bit, and you also told me that you're a. Uh, um, a black belt martial artist. Yeah. And you, you spin a, a stick. <laughs> spin a stick, yeah. Uh, <laughs> really fucking well, by the every way. Every interview I, I say this, but yeah, I started karate when I was four years old because I wanted to be a Ninja Turtle. And uh, <laughs> the Ninja Turtle I chose to favor was Donatello because of his weapon, the bow staff. And uh, yeah, I kind of got obsessed with bow staff and it became my thing. And I, I traveled and I competed regionally, then internationally. I won four world titles. You won four world titles yeah. for the bow staff? Three in bow staff, one in uh, forms in karate and Japanese forms. I, I want to show a little bit of this because, I mean, this is insane. That is incredible. Holy Whipping that shit. thing. Like, bro, you got what? real talent. <laughs> like, at, if you spin that thing fast enough, you'll take off, dude. You, you become a human helicopter. <laughs> Pretty much. At what point did you realize it was like the, the dream was 
coming true, but the turtle part was difficult. <laughs> uh, I actually still always thought I could get to be Donatello in a movie because, you know, I um, wanted to transition into acting eventually. And so I kind of always had the vision, but yeah, the, the bow staff, it, it took a lot of smacking myself in the face with that wooden stick. Any, any practical skill with that? You ever find a, a, a broom and beat someone up in like a, a trade <laughs> The only time is like, yeah, I'm playing pool and I start spinning around. People are like, oh, that's cool. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, well. You should have done John, we saw John Wick 3 last night. Yeah. You oh, should have yeah. been in that. It's, like, yeah. it's a cool movie. Well, my, my next goal uh, eventually is to be Gambit. Oh, oh that's right. Shit, so, oh, because he has a staff. He has a staff. From X-Men. Yeah, yeah you yeah, literally yeah. Google Gambit. He looks like... The Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It looks like they drew me. Like, he's tall. He's he's lean. Didn't Channing Tatum play? Uh, no, Channing. Oh, it's not happening? He, he lost it. Well, he lost it. Channing Tatum lost it. The director. Do you know why? Uh, Disney just canned it. They canceled it. Wow, I yeah. can't believe that. Disney bought Marvel, and then Marvel, and then they decided what they wanted to procure. But it literally, there's Channing's face. But if you look at the other <laughs> the, the drawings. That looks so realistic. Yeah, but the, the, I don't think Gambit looks like Channing. Wow. He's got the pointy features. He's dark. He's got the dark hair. Um, but Damn. again, no one can use a bow staff like me. And um, that, you know, that's doing acting. And, you know, if uh, kind of like how Ryan Reynolds prepared for Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. Which, by the way, he just said is the most important cin yeah. like cinematic part of his entire life. Yeah. Like, was the biggest. Absolutely. And Ryan Reynolds is, I believe, eight, late 30s, uh, almost 40. And to me, I have a lot of time to prep for this. And to me, it's not going anywhere. Even if the Channing Tatum one did get made, how many Spider-Mans were there? Yeah, true. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. You, you just put things in for, or the, the TV rights. I was thinking about getting the TV rights. Uh, so I've done one short film. I have another one coming out soon um, that uh, we put uh, like about seven times the budget of the first one into. Wow. And we got some good actors. We got the team from John Wick. 8711 to wow. do all my the, stunts. The stunt team? Oh. Yep. Oh, shit. Oh, so, that's, oh, that's crazy. Yes. Water, so, when, uh, when they, when, in John Wick, like, this happens right in the beginning. It's not a spoiler, but uh, John Wick puts a book in a dude's mouth. <gasps> bam, bam, bam. Breaks his jaw, smacks him across the face, and then, uh, how does he, oh. Puts the book on the table, lines his head up over it, and then punches down on it and breaks his fucking neck. Ugh, sounds, yo, the, the stunts, the point is insane. The point is the 8711 team you're talking about yeah. knows exactly what Incredible. they're doing. And, and No, they do. Jeff's pointing at me. We visited them, we visited them three, four years ago. Yeah. Way, way when I was first in Hollywood. Yeah. And they told me, they're like, hey, we're, we're, we're producing and directing this movie. It's going to be called John Wick. Yeah. But this guy who lost his puppy yeah. and, and he goes and like kills the people. Who and we want you dog. to be John Wick. Is um, what they said. Yeah, yeah. I had, <laughs> and he passed. Passed. Yeah. He passed. He passed to do Snapchat horror. Yeah. Uh, no, he show. passed for airplane mode. <laughs> for airplane mode. <laughs> oh, should we talk about this? Yeah. What happened there, guys? You gonna hit this or what? So, man, when I say Nick and I go way back, it's it's V true. Um, <sighs> One of the yeah, most unknown <laughs> mysteries of the Low Gang and Logan Paul era. It, it was from Good Intentions. It the, was Good Intentions. Yeah, that, that's literally how we really became friends. What is, is it? You know, you're talking about your passion for, you know, writing and filmmaking yeah, yep. and uh, coming with ideas and striving for success and working with friends. And uh, I really liked that. The fact that, you you know, you wrote this, you you produced it, it. You know, when you first come to Hollywood, it's hard to get your hustle going like that. Yeah. 
So uh, I really admired that when you were, you know, we all need to work together, support each other, become, you know, a family and, and do stuff together. So when you put such a cool team of people together, I thought it was pretty impressive. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah it was a great idea, by the way. The the uh, the idea was fucking phenomenal. The execution was subpar. <laughs> well, I think what you probably learned is writing is a little harder than we all think. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Yo, something when you when you pen. Yeah. And then when it uh, turns into real film. Yeah. So, something was missed there. So like, you learned I, a little bit about translation of like yes. writing into But film. also yes. as, as influencers uh, and the people that we worked with, all amazing people, a lot of us have work to do on our acting, even myself being yeah. one of them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're good because we have the following, but we, just like martial arts with repetition, we need to work on our shit. Yeah. And if we're going to be successful in an acting realm and make a movie good, we need to have the chops to back it up. Yep. And you know, even I'm guilty of that, not doing enough acting training for certain stuff. But I think, uh, like you said, the, the idea was there, the writing was there. And I think yeah. if we all had, you know, may, say we did this movie now, think how different it would be. Yeah, it'd be crazy. These guys actually got saw, the privilege of seeing it yeah, at a Smammoth film not festival. Sma no, not Smammoth. The other one, Just Mammoth. Mammoth, yeah. yeah. Any comments <laughs> uh, specifically I, about Nick's character? I, just every the, Nick crushed it. It, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. The movie was hilarious. It was very just. I was blown away by some of the scenes in terms of how just completely and utterly insane they were. Like distasteful, just <laughs> disgusting. Like <laughs> at one point, like a man drinks cum. I think like it's just it's like Family Guy humor. No way worse. Yeah. Way worse. Like I was just watching it. I've seen everything. I've seen every disgusting thing happen. And there were parts of it where I was just like looking through my fingers at the screen. I'm like, this can't go out. Yeah. It was, it was great too, because like there was like younger, younger people that like somehow got into the cinema. And, just, and they were fans too, bro. They were like, they were oh, like, yeah. they were low gangsters. Well, that's one thing I, I found very funny is because you know, your demographic, you have a lot of uh, young people that look up to you yeah. and, and follow you. And it's just funny. Cause they're like, they'll be like, I have to see this movie. <laughs> like, well, no, it's rated NC 17. You can't go it's worse. In it's like NC 34. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I would just sneak into, that movie it was horrifying that's but so very good very i i think you actually executed on it quite well i think everybody did a great job from the acting standpoint it's just the messaging <laughs> <laughs> the way it was written in logan's 20 year you know old what? mind <laughs> is so vastly different from who he is today that like it, it, it destroys like 20 so year many... old in 2015 by the way this was before all the like oversensitivity yeah. came yeah, out yeah, and yeah. like yeah, nah, but you never know but, if you watch something like I, the first time I saw Step Brothers, I didn't like it. Now it's one of my favorite movies. Okay, yeah. okay. You know what so, I mean? Do you I, think? Uh, do you think there's a space to release it, or is that just one you let you let sail off? In airplane mode. I I haven't seen it, so I can't say. Uh, do you remember some of the shit that we made you do? Yeah, I I remember <laughs> saying that when you go away, it's the best time to share your wife, and, and then I remember. Uh, <laughs> What else did I do? I was making out with the one girl on the plane. I looked at the woman next to me and like, oh, she said, oh, and she's blowing me. The girl's blowing me on the plane, and I look at the woman next to me and be like. You're next. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, wow. Yeah. So we literally played the most uber douchey version of myself, and that was like some of the most tame shit. And that, like, it was, it just yeah. was so, so crazy. But I didn't know it was, it was a fun experience, regardless. But, but at that time when we shot that, you didn't have a wife, so everything sort of was okay. But you had a girlfriend. Yeah, I had a girlfriend. But now she's your wife, fiance. Holy oh. shit. Close. Uh, June or July seventeenth, we're getting married. Do you have a child, Nick? I do have a child. You, you're a dad. I'm a dad. What's that like? Damn, daddy. Uh, fuck. It, it is uh it is wow. the best thing in the world. How old is this little boy child? He's eight months. Wow. But dude. he is in the 98 percentile. He's a giant. 
Oh, really? You think your he's dog? A big boy. He, he's like the equivalent of your dog in there. Okay. He's, okay. he's a giant. <laughs> what I was his weight? Uh, right now, he's I think over twenty five pounds, and he's eight months old. And most eight month olds are eighteen pounds. Damn. What have you learned from parenting so far? Um, biggest takeaway? Just that I don't. I just I, I love him more than I love myself. And to me, it's. It, it makes other things seem so less important. And, you, you know, I, I, I had a great mom growing up and I never had a dad there. So it made me twice as much want to be a great dad. Yep. And uh, from the second that I found out that I was going to be, I always knew I was going to be dad. This was, he was planned. I wanted, uh, uh, you know, boy, girl, I didn't give a shit. I just wanted to have a kid yep. um, because, you know, I used to go to karate school. I loved working with kids. I loved the idea of, you know, being a dad. So uh, it really hasn't changed my life. It's actually made me work harder. I'm more motivated. I want to get shit done. Um and I find myself when I leave, I'm just like, oh, I want to go home and be with my kid. But wow. I'm out here working my ass off for him. So, but I can say uh, I'm just lucky because some kids are nightmares. And they, what's the name of the baby? Chase. Chase. Chase Bateman. Chase Bateman. Wow. That's my that's that's uh, my sister's baby's name. My nephew. This is him. Baby Chase. Yeah, that's him. Look His at feet that. are huge, dude. He's that. huge. He's got Drop a big paddles. baby. Yeah. So he's uh, yeah, he's he's perfect. How long have you been with uh? What's her name again? Maria. Um, so Maria and Maria have been together on a, it'll be our 11 year anniversary. We've uh, yeah. broken up a couple of times uh, for like weeks at a time. But besides that, we've been pretty solid all the way through. But uh, yeah, I met her in my hometown of Burlington, Ontario in Canada before I even moved to LA. When I, I met her when I was broke. I owned a karate school. I was living in my karate school in the back on a couch. Really? Yep. I, I was living in my karate school. Uh, I didn't have a car. didn't have a driver's license. She like was my little chauffeur sugar mama who drove me everywhere i'd go to her house raid her fridge her dad beat his dad's irish would be like yeah. where the fuck is our food like he'd get so pissed <laughs> I'd, I'd eat all her food so like i've known her um for ages and it's I, i've come to hollywood and realized that it doesn't matter how beautiful uh, a girl is aesthetically uh I could I've met girls that i would dream about when i was yeah for sure living well, in hollywood's Canada. the place for that yeah and then i learned real fast that they've got nothing on my girl and it made me realize that how lucky I am. So it just, uh, I'm very lucky to have her. And uh, well, I was going to ask. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's because like, yo, Nick, I don't think it's, uh. Ew, ew, ew. Call the gone. police. He got think... smacked too hard by Aiden. Yeah. He forgot. <laughs> he forgot. Hold everything. on. Let me, I've seen this before. Hang on. Let me just recharge him up. Just, put, put, just give him a little shot. I don't think it's unknown to anyone that you're a very good looking guy. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously. So girls must be throwing themselves at you. Uh, the, Especially when you first got here. Well, and when I first got here, I never posted my girlfriend because I was doing the whole idea that, um, you know, I, I knew the algorithm that my algorithm was this hot guy with a dog with a shirt off. It uh. was his bullshit algorithm that I found and I used and I snowballed to help grow my following. Yeah. Um, but I thought that if... Similar to like I used to when Megan Fox was a Transformers, I had a huge huge crush on her. Yep. And as soon as I found out she had a boyfriend, it kind of ruined this fantasy for me. I was like, oh, whatever, she had a boyfriend. And then I kind of, but so for me, I was like, oh, if I post my girlfriend, people will, you know, I was 
For sure. I was hell bent on, you know, continuing my growth, following to grow. Then I eventually I was like, you know, I don't care. This is my life. I want people, I'm just going to post what I want. So in the last year I have posted, but yeah, it, before that I, yeah, I had girls throwing them at the stuff at me because they didn't know. Um, but now I don't even go enough out enough, but if girls do, I just kind of like, I'll take this ring and I'll just put it on this finger and I'll be like, oh, Dude, you're such a, <laughs> like, hey, you're such a liar. <laughs> no, I swear to God. Really? Isn't that the divorce finger? No, this is the married finger. This is the married finger. Okay. Yeah. Why is it on that finger? Yeah, well, I'm, not other hand. I'm not married yet. This is just. Oh, this so is then you flip. Oh, okay. I'll okay. just flip it just to, like, to get girls to be so, like, hey, get away. So from I think there's me. a What's lot that? of there's a lot of meat on that bone that you just talked about of not posting your spouse. Yeah. So I I see it's so funny when you see these couples on Instagram where one of them every picture is like them and their like yeah. happy couple. Yeah. Then you look at the other partners and it's just like no. all bikini photos. Yeah, that's, you know a typ- that's a typical like girl thing because again, girls who are followed by dudes, it's even worse because a guy is even more fickle. Where he'll yeah. be like, "Oh, yeah. you got a boyfriend? <laughs> Unfollow." Unfollow. Yeah. What about the like? What about people that are kind of like, I don't care if they have a boyfriend because I'm still gonna try. Oh, dude, they can do whatever they want. I just I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I think you did a good pivot yeah. into being dope family dad. Yeah, family man versus just. Eye candy. Well, yeah, it's, it's it's more genuine to me too because a lot of people when they met me thought I was a retard. Sorry, they can't, I know you can't use that term, but you know, I think you uh, can, they, is they, there they, any ways you could use it, or is it just completely whatever? The point is, they thought that I was uneducated, this just hot guy with a dog, whatever, yeah. and uh, I kind of built myself into that corner because it's all I was posting. I wasn't posting who I was. The fact that you know I used to own many businesses, I owned a cry school. I, they didn't know any side of me other than that. So this is nice that I can even now I don't even post enough about myself no one really knows about me other than i'm that i'm a dad and i do martial arts so was there a shift in your mental health when you became more authentic on social media yeah actually it just uh i know a lot of people say oh people who post the relationship have bad relationships but that's not necessarily true i uh i actually feel closer because you know she's 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 being seen by everyone and she's everyone gets to see what i what i am really happy so the truth is like when you're seeing me with my family it's the happiest i ever am and uh i know it sounds cheesy and a lot of people may actually fake it but i'm lucky to be one of the ones that i, I don't have to i just is she ever threatened or uh does she ever feel like she has to worry about you when you go off on modeling shoots and no uh you know at any relationship you know when we first started dating and i was living in miami or new york of course she's going to feel you know a little insecure i'm around all these models in miami uh we're a new relationship we don't know the ins and outs of each other on multiple levels um but now i'm i'm just as easy going with her like she's going away tomorrow on her bachelorette to mykonos and to croatia and you trust her? Of course. That terrifies me. Yeah. To me, uh, uh, the, the only thing that I ever took from my dad, who I don't talk to and don't get along with, uh, is that I've told to all my girlfriends is if, uh, if he can get you, he can have you. And that's what I say. Mm. And I know it sounds cruel, but it's the truth. If a guy can get you, he can have you. Why, why would I want you if you're that easy to get? Yeah. Um, so th- that's kind of I, the one. I agree. And yeah, and that's the one yeah. thing I've always had with any of my girlfriends is if uh, – because the thing is if you, if you truly love someone you want them to go out and experience life and have fun and you don't want to limit them on that you want them to go out party have times with their girlfriends and i think if you're happy about that and you support that they will most likely yeah. when have you, your back when you get to that point because i because i my last relationship was was really serious to a point where like do you do you ever like even look at other like I remember the last time I was in a relationship, I was just, I didn't care about a single other girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, I would, I would appreciate them. I would be like, wow, it's a good looking girl, whatever. But I would, I was not like actively sliding in inboxes. Well, like, you hit it on the head right there. Like yeah. my, my girl's so cool that like when we go out, 
if I see a girl with a hot ass or, you know, like those jeans with ass hanging out or like nipples showing through, I point it out to my girl. I'm like, yo, check out that ass. That girl's got a great ass. Yeah. Oh, you don't yeah. even try to hide it. No, we we, sh- we share sure, on this. Yeah. But You ever take a girl home with but, your girl? <laughs> no. You're lying. <laughs> I swear to God. I <laughs> uh, but the catch is like, it, I, I'm also like cool enough to be, if I see a good looking dude, I'll be like, yo, check out that dude. You ever yeah. take a dude home with you and yeah. your girl? No. <laughs> no, that she, she doesn't, she doesn't like, I actually, I, I quizzed her on that and I was like, hey, would, uh, her, she was a huge Katy Perry fan and I was like, okay, would you at least like hook up with Katy Perry? And just her or all just, three? Just her, just to see what she'd say and, and she's like, no. And I'm like, really? yeah, she's so straight. I, I would, I would hook up with Katy Perry. Yeah, well, that makes I, a lot of people would. Do yeah. you guys do hall passes? No. Like where there's one, it's like that one celebrity hall pass where it's. We jokingly say it, but like she's. Who's hers? Uh, uh, I don't know. I'd say maybe Megan Fox just because of the crush, but yeah. she's not the same she used to be. Like she's still beautiful, but like it's just the childhood thing died for me. Like <laughs> how I. But for her, we'd probably Charlie Hunnam or Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. And, yeah. and I make that joke that I'm like, I'm like, if you saw him, you better go. And I was funny. I was watching Dodgeball the other day. <laughs> and uh, I saw Vince Vaughn and I thought he kind of looks like my kid a little. I'm like, is that who the dad is? <laughs> oh, and she's like, oh my God, how did you find out? I'm like, oh no. And I look back at the TV. I'm like, you know what? I'm not even mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's Vince Vaughn. It's Vince Vaughn. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I saw, so, I saw Charlie Hunnam at uh, Runyon one day while yeah. I was hiking. And he walks exactly like he does in in sons, sons like yeah. just exactly like he's just a he's like bigger than life, bro. Like yeah. just big ass, badass. He's got that energy about yeah. him. He had no hair. His hair, his head was shaved. Though. Probably from Triple Frontier. Yeah. So what's your Crazy. hustle like out here? If you don't mind me switching the topic, uh, work wise. Yeah. Uh, so right now I am mainly focused. It, it's it's a random thing. I'm, I'm focused on movies. I'm producing a film right now with uh, the people I worked on with Gambit. Uh, it's called The Last Exit. So we're in pre production. We're on the third draft of the script. Uh, another thing I'm doing, no one knows. This will be the first that people hear. Is I'm working on music. Ooh. Hey, congrats, yo. There yeah, we go. Are you not, singing? I'm not singing. I can't sing worse shit. But I'm producing and cool. I'm working with awesome. really great producers. I'm working with great vocalists. And uh, I've always had like an ear for music. And I, you know, I, even just seeing you do music and seeing all these influencers be accepted into the music community and be like just, you know, people doing what they want to do because it's so fun. It's sort of. Sort of accepted. Yeah. I, no, accepted in and a way. And, I've, and I haven't done like real music. I, I know, a I know. Like fuck around songs, you but, know? But the truth is, is you're having fun with it. Yeah, true. And, yeah. and the point is, is you're doing whatever the hell you want. Yeah. And in life, that to me, that's important. That's if, you, if, you, if, you, if you're passionate about something, why not do it? Yeah. Just do yeah. it. So I decided, you know, I'm going to do this. Uh, and another thing, uh, entrepreneurship. I'm starting a really cool company that I can't talk about on the air, but I'll show you guys after. Cool. I'm uh, investing. I want to invest. And you, you will. I promise you, you will. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's game changer. So um, those are my three things I'm focused on, but I've always been an entrepreneur. So are you modeling anymore? Not really. I, you know, when in the last month or two, I always try to change my thermostat of what I want to make money-wise, what I want to do career-wise. Mm. And, uh, you know, I realized doing modeling is very limiting. You can't, you know, with the money I want to make, with the goals I want to achieve, I can't do that modeling. Like, you know what I mean? If because I'm, of the money? Yeah, the the money, but also like I've kind of done what I need to do in the world of modeling. But I, can't you leverage your social media following to secure the bag? What do you mean? Like with, I don't know, you have 7 million followers or so. It's yeah. l- On the modeling side, it's limited though. Like I I, just, until you turn it into like a business, like he's talking about like entrepreneurial, uh, entrepreneurial pursuits. That's where like the real when you get like repetitive income, like yeah. passive well, also income. The that's when the real money. Starts. Also, the modeling industry has been destroyed. 
like since social media has come about, there is literally no room for like the traditional model anymore. The budgets for models used to be insane. Mm. And now it's like, well, how many followers do you have? Yeah. And it's like, used to, in the modeling world, you used to be like, oh, you're not 5'7", get the hell out of my office. Yeah. Or you're not over six feet as a man, get out of here. And now it's how many followers do you have? I don't care that you're not six feet. And the whole kind of uh, PC world we live in where it's like, oh, we're going to take traditionally unattractive people and make them models now yeah. because we want to make people feel uncomfortable. Uh, and then the whole like plus size, like we, we're in a different world now where it's like we're using plus size models. We're using um, Halima who's uh, wearing hijab. So yeah. Yeah. We're, we're a very PC world where a lot of people are booking jobs based on the fact how PC not we're. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but no. it's just not easy as a really good looking pretty tall white man right now. yeah you can't you can't complain about anything i'm just yeah. saying that the, the industry's changed gotcha. i think it's for good reason at times for sure um but uh it, it's it's a different world now and the budgets are gone you ever, it, you ever pack your junk for a shoot uh, stuff your pants? No, but for like a runway show, one time I, you know, I'll fluff myself. What do you mean? Like you'll get like semi hard? Yeah. yeah, just give it a couple jerks. Not well, not really that, but it's literally fluff it, just a little <laughs> yeah. fluff. Uh, With a fluffer? No, uh, no. There's a Would that be cheating? There's a uh, no. Depends on what does she do? I, I don't know. Depends on what fluffs it, your nuggets. No, I, I fluff. If she tickles your balls, <laughs> is that cheating? Uh, I would say so. If what if she tickles your rectal? Uh, yeah. No, no, because no, doctors do that. Fair. Doctors yeah. do that, and that's yeah. not cheating. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. no, yeah. For fashion shows, way back in the day, I would, uh, you know, before I'd walk out, I'd you know tickle the taint. You have. I mean, you have to, right? There's so many eyes on you, little, bro. Little taint tickle. Little I mean, we do that before impulsive. Every episode. Oh, yeah. that's, that's a common it, trend now. It's only weird because like our junk isn't showing because it's all right. below the table. We sort of just do it for fun. It's like a bonding <laughs> yeah. thing, morale. Yeah. It's just like, hey, you guys taint tickling? Of course. Of course. Yeah, jump in quick. Start. I was wondering yeah. whose hand that was. It was a little off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, um, it, it kind of swings around. Yeah, it's a, it's a least, least expected. It's a weird industry for sure. I remember the very first fast show I did. I uh I was sitting there and looking around and we're all i'm like 17 18 and everyone else in the room is the same kind of age models and i'm looking around and all there's two guys and like 18 girls and then they all just started getting undressed and i was like whoa i'm like whoa, whoa, whoa. i look at the guy next to me like yo are are, are we in the wrong change room he's like is this your first fashion show and i'm like yeah he's like welcome to modeling <laughs> i was like the girl just undressed in front of you well, yeah because if when you're in the fashion yeah, you gotta just, move yeah quick, uh so as a 17 year old kid you know perverted mind i kept looking at that real quick it's you know it's like looking at the sun you get a quick glimpse and you look away <laughs> uh and then you get desensitized Except it doesn't burn your retina yeah yeah, yeah it's, but, it's yeah, a little, little healthier but uh no it, it was a funny industry is the traditional world and I, logan i'm kind of curious to hear your perspective on this is it dead like, is there, is there still value in it? And if so, like, what is that value? Because there's so many kids moving out here still that are seeking that traditional route. Here's is it my, dead? Here's my answer. The answer is no, it's not dead. But I think the middle ground is completely gone. It's like, you're either a, a struggling actor or you're a fucking superstar and you're doing really well. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to use the word superstar, but you are, you have made it into the zeitgeist of what it <laughs> means to be in Hollywood. I think that middle ground of like... Mm -hmm. Uh, mediocre success has been sort of stripped away because of how easy it is to achieve anything via social media and how many p social media kids or or even regular actors that now have fo a following because of social media are, are getting hired even though they best they might not be the best pick for the job. Mm. I think that's uh, I think that's what it is because there's a lot of kids my age who are on um, traditional TV like the Riverdale cast, mm -hmm. um, some of the people on Game of Thrones, and uh, they're thriving. Right, they're, they're thriving. They're killing it. So is traditional dead? No, 
what would you recommend? I guess both of you guys, if you had a couple tips for people getting into the acting industry in the you know the modern world we live in, what would be your feedback? I'd them? say first off, just be you because that's the most important thing. People love who you like genuinely are. Like you look at the movie like Bohemian Rhapsody and you see someone like Freddie Mercury. People loved him because he was so honestly himself. Authentic, so yeah. I would say being authentically you is important and that's what people truly love. But uh, being repetitiously good at doing successful habit- habitual things every day uh, and, and just not taking no for an answer because you're going to come here. And if the people who come here and work hard and don't learn from their mistakes, don't succeed. But you just have to work hard, not take no for an answer, and learn from your mistakes. What did I do wrong here? What did I do wrong there? And just repetitiously doing things to change that. So any, to me, honestly, I think anyone can be successful, whatever the hell they want, as long as they repetitiously do, don't practice, you know the saying, practice makes perfect. I'd mm-hmm. always tell my Christ students, that it's not true. Perfect practice makes yeah, perfect. Yeah, my dad said that too. Because if you're up. practicing wrong yeah. or you're learning something wrong, you're, you're just, you're giving yourself back steps and you'll yeah. fail. So you just you can't just come and work hard, but you got to work smart. On a sort of on a sort of similar note, I'm going to bring back a Steve Weatherford quote that he said. He said, uh, "Pros make decisions based on commitments, and amateurs make decisions based on feelings." Mm-hmm. So, to relate it to what you're saying is, to be a successful actor, you have to have that discipline. Mm-hmm. You, if if a party's happening Friday night and you have an audition Saturday morning, like study your fucking lines. Don't go out to One Oak. Yeah. Um, Wait, you just did that, yeah? Well, I did because I'm an idiot. And also, oh. like, also, like, I have a problem. Man, this social media cushion is a big one. And if and if acting doesn't work out, probably gonna be okay. So you just got late, you're like lazy. It's not lazy. It's just yeah. like it's the the stakes of I want to be an actor and it's all it's all I have. It's my only hope. Like, no, I'm good at social media, so I'm co- sort of comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that 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 urgency to succeed in in the acting vertical, which is so important. Yeah. yeah, you it's know, so important. like a lot of actors, like you said, you were sleeping in on a couch in a dojo. Mm-hmm. Like I I didn't I was in a dorm and then I just took social media took off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I didn't I never had that sh- true struggle phase. There's spots where I wasn't making money, but yeah. I never did the couch surfing. Yeah. Um, well, now you're also making longer form content on your channel. So how say, and how I does that say a, we do it ourselves? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that, just, does just, that really? like actually affect your motivation going into the traditional Hollywood scene? Are you kind of like, at this point, you're like, I could just do my own thing. I could provide my own budget, make my own project and sell it. Well, he for sure can do that. There's no, like, there's no reason he can't. He just has to, like, to me, everyone, all of us who have this cushioning of the social media is we need to, like I said before, how we need to have the talent to back this shit up. These actors who are sleeping on couches, who are grinding their ass off for an acting class every day, just they're good work, they're working on their craft it's, yeah. it's like anything like martial arts the only reason i got a black belt in one world titles is because i was in the karate school five hours a day training getting my ass beat hitting myself in the face with bow staff and then i i'd lose i'd get like seventh place i'd go back and i'd train again it's just like an audition you go it's not your audition you go back you train you train and some people be like oh i'm not meant for this i i haven't yeah. booked anything in like three years it's like no well you are you could be but you if you know whether you think you can or you think you can't you're right so how do you guys have yeah. the capacity yeah. though to do acting, music, you know? Yeah, you do do a lot of shit. Stuff. Uh, for me, like it's cheesy, and I say this in other interviews, but my uh, my ultimate idol of who I look up to, and it sounds weird, but it is Forrest Gump. And just keep running. <laughs> well, the reason I think that's great. The reason for Forrest Gump is because anything he wanted to do, he did it. He wanted to run, he ran. He wanted to join the army, he joined the army. And, and we did it. He did it with such dumb, blind passion that he became the best. He got a, like a, a medal of honor. Yeah. He did all this stuff. And to me, I think in life, it's important that if 
you're passionate about something and it leads you somewhere, why not do it? We have a short life. We, we, for all we know, we only have one life. And why not do everything that you want to do? You remember why he got that medal, right? Because he, he got shot in the butt. I got he's shot in the butt. butt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got stung. He, hey, that's awesome. But, I, I love yeah. that. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think it's it's super important to just do what you want. But I think that's we're not. But also we're in a space now where it's the most accepted time to do whatever you want. Like right. before, it was so like if you're an actor, you're an actor. You don't do music. And even it's still kind of the same way. But we're in the pivotal point where we can start doing whatever we want and being accepted because you see. Like people like Danielle Brigoli, that girl was on Dr. Phil yeah. and now she's like making rap music and I wanted to hate it. And I went on and listened to like one of her verses of her like freestyling. I'm like, holy. I'll just hate, yo, this is, so, might be ignorant, but I'll just hate some of that stuff out of principle. No, I know. Like, I'm sorry, like you, Danielle Brigoli, like cash me outside. I, I, I'm but not even I'm if a, your shit's fire, like yeah. I'm still not listening to it just because I can't, like as a human being. <laughs> And nor like just I can't listen to it just because like I don't yeah you gotta respect her though I'm just, I know day, I do of like course a, I do crazy, like I, I, I don't want to cash her outside I'm scared of that I just make an dude, example like, of how anything's possible <laughs> right? anything is possible anything dude possible. like yeah. it's ridiculous I mean dude I see her booking shows and like like where I used to live and shit and shit. it's like people are showing up like cash me outside girls on stage right now I gotta get in there I'm like how the fuck did this happen yeah what happened. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what happens bro it's crazy it yo but to spencer's point it was uh it is solid about he he can be even even a little bit more lazy now too because he just has been making his own content yeah. and ma- stirring up our own shit like we're going on this russia it's trip. so much more fun dude. Yeah. he, he so starts fun. with a concept an idea mm-hmm. and we just bake it out or he bakes it out into this beautiful thing yeah hires actors does the whole thing and then like i think we'll get to a point soon where we're just selling the shit and then the money yeah, starts to sure, come along with sure. it. Well, if know? if that's what low, if that's what you're passionate about, then that's all that matters. You know what I mean? Uh, like success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. failure. So yeah. if if this is what you're doing, but deep down you want to be an actor, then you've got to you know approach that with your mind and be like, oh well, yeah, this works for me. But is do I wake up every day being like I want to go slap Russian guys in the face, or yeah. do I want to be doing what real would movies? You, if you if you knew that next week you would either have the best acting role for starring in a movie about, you know, whatever, some post office killer or some mm-hmm. shit, who knows, or you could have the next super size me, Morgan Spurlock. And, and like, like real, real, you, life you drove it yourself. Everyone was like, yo, this is the most I, crazy. I would, do, I, would do, I would do acting. I would do the really? acting. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, dude, I'm, I'm a, I'm a picky actor. Like if the role is right mm-hmm. and like, I, I feel it. And I don't think it's, this has happened yet. Like, um, like, I feel like when I f- fully dive into acting, I want to do, like, a, a Kevin Hart slash The Rock type of acting. Where, like, yeah. let's be honest, these are, guys aren't playing characters. They're playing themselves with yep. different names in each movie. Yep. That, like, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. I, want to, I want to be myself. Authenticity. Authenticity. Yeah. Like, yeah. just be Logan Paul with a, a character and a costume. How, how do you achieve that? I think I'll, I'll achieve a certain level of uh, <clears throat> fame and success where I can, I'll just parlay that into movies, you know? Like, Machine Gun Kelly did it. Yeah, he like, he was good in uh, like, the dirt. Yeah, and he and by the way though, he's a he's a character actor. Like Bird he, he, box, yeah. yeah, he can he can play characters. Do you think he? Do you think it would behoove him to take 
some of the imperfect roles in order to get the perfect roles. Well, again, learning from being on set is the most valuable thing you do because yeah. what's better than learning how to do something by actually doing it. But uh, since you've got the power to produce your own stuff, hence is what I'm doing right now with with my friends who are amazing uh, directors, producers they make, which is a movie for $80,000 called The Perception. Visually, it looks like we did it for 10 million. So I, I'm, you, and I'm sure you have access to teams like this. Yeah, for sure. Um, that... You can write yourself, but don't write it yourself. Get a good writer. You've got the budget to do this and yeah. put yourself in a, in a project that will highlight these talents that you want a <laughs> casting director to see. Because right now, if a cast director goes to your social media and sees you slapping people in the face and doing, you know, these skits, they're going to think, oh, say they were looking for Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, should we bring Logan Paul in for Star-Lord? Yeah, no, no. yeah, yeah, for sure. So, for sure. what if they're casting a movie about the Russian slapping? Again, but that, that's not where he wants to be. I don't think so. Nah, to, no. to me, I think you've got to start putting stuff out there, not only for your fans, but for what a cast director or these people that are making these big decisions. Want. So, for me, that's why in the past, like I was hesitant to do these. Um, these little uh the, the videos that you guys would do skits, the skits yeah. because I, I was worried that if a cast director saw that they might be like oh well i'm not gonna take him seriously as an actor because he's a, he's one of these uh skit guys yep and uh everything i've tried to do i've tried to do on a high budget level where people will look at it and they'll be like oh i could see him as a leading man or as a, a superhero so i put myself in the pivotal position that if a cast director sees it they can picture so it. yes you're right but I've also seen that the flip side of that, mm -hmm. where like people hold off doing the skits and the projects that they want to do and end up not getting the role that they didn't do the thing for. Yeah. And now you just did nothing. Right. Like now, oh, now, I, you're, now you're trapped. I in agree a hole. with you. If, I, I, I guarantee you that if I went and did all the skits that I could have done when you guys were all doing those, my following would probably be double right yeah, now. Yeah. For sure. uh, but to me, that's uh, not really where my focus was. I was lucky to have the following I do. But um, I, I really wanted to pivot myself that when I was ready, someone could take me as a serious actor yeah. so I could like line myself to get up a gambit role. And I think that's I think that's kind of what he's doing. Like he did everything he needed to do to get this massive, hefty platform. platform. Yeah. And now like you're starting to see him not filling his pool up with Starburst. Yeah, but also like we're going to we're going to do that. Maybe. But but you're also at the same time you're making like like the Flat Earth movie we did. Got very good reviews, yeah. was, and it was still. But was, I don't see anything wrong with doing these viral things. Yeah. I just think he needs to also be doing the high talent, put, surrounding himself with viable actors who are going to yeah, bring his sure. acting potential up, yeah, and sure. giving them something to see. He is good. Like put it this way: when Chris Pratt got um, Guardians of the Galaxy, they they tried to call him in, and the the cast director, and they were like, "We're not seeing him. He's he's the fat guy from Parks and Rec." Yeah. And they said no. They said no. They said no. And she's like, "Please, just come in." And he said no. So they tricked the guy and brought Chris Pratt in without telling him. And he walked in, read three lines, and he looked back at her and went, "He's the guy." So wow. So it, the truth is, wow. lie to people. Not lie to people. Oh, okay. It doesn't matter <laughs> what. Viable, what though, it, right? it doesn't matter what their image of you is. You can change it at any second, but you need to be able. Yeah, to that's, that's totally have true. Have the talent to back it up. Yeah, man, people are fickle, dude. They're they're. You have to prove that you're right because everyone. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. Let's do a segment, bro. Hey, we got a segment. Let's do a segment. We don't have a, the soundboard. Uh, that's why I did that. Hey, the segment, segment is called the Logang Letters of Love. So I have three letters here. Okay. Um, mm. Oh, submitted by people. Fan engagement. Fan engagement. Uh, one, two, and three. All right. I need you to pick one. The categories are love, sex, and marriage. And then I want you to answer the question, give advice, whatever it is. I'll pick. Uh, you pick for me. How's that? Five. Because you can, I can answer the most fucked up one that you want me to. Yeah. I, I'll do, I, I mean, I don't know him. 
Dylan did these. I think I'll do. I'll I do, think I know. I'll just pick does. one random. I'll yeah. pick the middle one. That's what I was gonna do too. Yeah, good call. What is this? Oh, he didn't even know. Yeah, we don't even have a label. That's like a manila this is a envelope. mysterious envelope. show. Sex. Oh, it's sex. What are the chances? Dear Nick, have you slept with a celebrity? If and if you have, with who? Yeah, there was this one night with uh, Logan um, <laughs> <laughs> after airplane mode. Hey. It got kind of weird. Uh, hey, he's good. He's good. <laughs> this guy. We knew it. This guy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was it was quite the night. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I agree. All, you I, never told I, me. About I remember. That. I was impressed with you that night. <laughs> yeah, I really put the work in. You know, I put the hey. work in. All right, that's all for that segment. <laughs> we do have another one though. With this uh, ten years. That was a great segment right there. We, we got facts. Rich and compelling. Facts. Hey. Facts with Spencer. Wow. This is, facts. I, I like this segment by the yeah. way. This was growing on me. This, this is a good one. Yo, so Lexar just released the one terabyte SD card. <sighs> wait, 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 for cameras? Yeah, they got a they got a one terabyte SD how's card. Now. Yo, how that? is it? You see that? Show them. Please. You see that? Four hundred bucks. This is for, for, for four hundred. Don't bucks. know. My editor Hayden's like, wait, what? Jeff's like, no. Yeah, there's, Yo, there's boners on set. One terabyte is so much memory. I, I remember the lot. days when the max on like a digital camera was like a six, six terabyte. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. Uh, 16 megabyte. megabyte. Yeah. Like a, what was it? What like was the first pictures. cell phone yeah. we got? Like that, the first iPhone, it had like eight. It, no, it had eight gigs. Eight gigs. This, eight gigs. So okay. this is, this is a thousand gigs. And what was that? That was probably like less than 10 years ago. So techno the, the rate at which technology, Hey, actually this is good. Uh, good segue. The rate at which technology is, getting more and more advanced is so fast right now. It's approaching, if not already there, like an exponential growth. It's crazy. Um, so I believe if I go to Russia and they slap me and there's some serious damage to my brain that will come into effect when I'm 40, 50 years old, I believe at that age, I'll be fucking good. You'll Tell get, me technology won't be cell. able to heal me. For it's sure. So, it's funny you say that because I feel like people have been saying that about like things that we still deal with today since like 1950. Yeah. No, like, no, they're no, like, no, They're no, like, no, they're no, like no. cancer- Oh, if I just make it to 90, it'll yeah. be cured by I, that. Exactly. Oh, I see, I see people to... like shaking like... Because, cause, well, yeah. There's a lot of conspiracy that we have point. the cures oh, for all these things, right? Well, so. that's what I was going to say. You have to understand that as fast as science moves, corporations move the exact same speed in the opposite direction. Yeah, they, so they, like they big pharma. The and they're like, wait, you have the cure? Well, I'm just talking oh, about, I'm just talking about, for me specifically, traumatic oh, brain oh, damage. Oh, just Logan Paul brain disorder? Yeah, we'll be able to pull you back from the dead. Speaking of that, did you guys see what happened to Sage Northcott? Oh my God, this poor kid. I've known Sage since he was seven years old. No way. Yeah, he's How? A, he's How'd you a, know him? Uh, martial arts. He's a martial arts world champion like myself. We used to compete in the same league. He's got like 50 world titles. So for those of you who don't know, Sage Northcutt was a character in Point Break. And uh, so he was, he, had, uh, he, <laughs> he just left the UFC and went to one uh, championship. And I feel really bad. He, uh, he, had, he had eight fractures in his orbital. Yeah, he got, he got knocked out in 30 uh, seconds in this fight. This is a picture of him in the hospital. Um. Damn, I was kid. I was uh, on the verge of potentially your... taking a fight with this. Guy. I mean, not not no. I was Sage. It was it was a conversation one time. Yeah, yeah. I tweeted at him. I called him Sage North, but yeah, um, <laughs> he is the nicest Smart. person you'll ever meet. I know. If he came on your podcast, he'd call you sir the whole time. He'd be really smiling. Yeah, he's just he. You know, he's from Texas. Yeah. He's raised uh, very religious, and he he's just a good kid all around. It's a uh, damn, but he just got clocked. Huh? How's he doing? Is he? It's, he's he's a tough kid. He's smiling about it, but I don't know if his face will be the same. Se seven. What 
what is it, eight fractures? Man, I hope it is, because that's a good-looking kid, man. That's a nice face. What a nice guy. Dude, that's... and he was that ripped since he's seven. Really? His parents he's, own he's a supplement. Yeah, his parents own a supplement company. They kept the whole family super healthy. I remember going to teach them uh, in Texas. And... Well, speaking of Sage Northcutt, uh, Poop Patrol aims to combat the outstanding amount of human feces on the San Francisco streets. What is it? What do they do? So there's a map service that you can actually plot points where you find human poop. I, 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 have, the, I have the map here, actually. This is incredible. What? So, so so apparently a lot of, a lot of people are just pooping everywhere on the streets here. Yeah, it's a bad thing. We are were just you, in San are, Francisco. It, I'm, it's a thing. I'm sorry. Is this fucking real, dude? Who came this up with this? How are you supposed to find the shit in that black mass? Obviously, middle, you can bro. zoom in. This has got to be zoom a joke. There's Zoom technology on Google Maps. It's now. true. But I'm just saying, go ahead, zoom in. Let me is see this like ways for shit? I think it's a screenshot. I think so. Yeah. But... So, so in San Francisco, apparently the homeless population is like one of the worst in the country. If you remember when we visited yeah. your family, I was like, yo, you guys live in a nice place. They're like, well, homeless men shit, shit on the door, door every, every day. day. That's what they and said. And it was a nice place. It was a beautiful, it was a, it was a beautiful here's, location. Here's my query. Hold on, back it, it up. The, the yeah. homeless guy actually shits. Shits on their yeah. door. My it, sister's no, door. No, this is they, a common yeah. thing. Shit this is actually bro. real. Do they put it's, in a bag and light it on a fire? No, 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 no. It's not Billy Madison. It's 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 literal just homeless shitting. And and the thing is, is this city has the highest property value and income and everything, not income, but property value in the United States right now. And so you've got these massive, modern, multi-million dollar homes and just big old loads of shit all over the place. And more so, here's my query slash question. Who was the man that said, I am going to create an API that plots shit? Tell me more about this guy because I want to I well, hear about it. Okay, that. so apparently people, you get on the app, you you drop a pin. You say, "Hey, there's some shit here," and yeah, someone comes a, and cleans it. You get a point or something. Like, what's the incentive? Is it ways? Why do I do yeah. That? Can, poop, do you level points? up? Poop points. Do you lose points if it's dog shit and not actually? Oh. Yeah. Or do you lose points if it's I'm your sure. shit and you're a homeless person and you yeah. plotted your own shit? Like, how is there a point system? <laughs> no, 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 no. They rank you. Like, they they give you a boost. Oh, for how much oh. shit you produce? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you can get clout on the get, app. You can get shit clout. You can get famous <laughs> for finding the most poop. Yeah. <laughs> Shit I'm just, I'm making all that up. I don't know. But this, hey, this is in the works. I think it's a good thing. All right. All right. I don't know. If, what else we got? All maybe right, just so, stop. Sh maybe all the money. Imagine this. All the fucking money they dumped into this API. They put some porta potties out for homeless people. No, they have those. No, fuck that. They have those. I was on a run. I went to the Golden Gate Bridge. I went across all these porta potties. How many? Uh, hundreds. Hundred. Where is this porta potty bank? He Spencer? ran 15 miles, bro. There, there was, was a lot, along. bro. I remember. There was a lot. And there was still shit. Like, they don't care. They see a porta potty and it's not well, even, they don't register this, it as, not, as a place not, to poop. It's not even don't register. It's just like, it's like, that's why. You know, it's a quick throw, man. You poop in public. Like, that's fun. That's, <laughs> that's fun. true. Do you think Have there you should guys be a ever penalty? Pooped? Do you think there should be a penalty? Like, if you, if you get caught, I'm sure there is, by the way, but like, say it's found out that you were, you're, like, they start putting a tracer into poop and they find out your poop was plotted 50 times. Yeah. I think should you be. I, also, we should start chipping people for sure. Ship their poop. What, anal chips? Yeah, anal chips. That's uh, a real expensive thing. Expensive that would be putting anal chips in homeless people. <laughs> That's what they said about this plotting API. And somebody, but some, Yo, some. What's the next fact? Okay, some right. investor pumped first in first stars. I, I have shit. a poop limit. All right, first off, one last poop. Uh, Nick, have you pooped in public? Uh, I actually have a funny story about that. Here we go. Yeah. Let's, let's hear it, bro. Uh, I was. This is embarrassing. But um, when I was a kid, for some reason, I'd always like shit my pants. And I, 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 <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm going to stop you. Right I, I don't care how embarrassing this is. No, I, that's fine. I'm oh, mad no. enough to say it. I just need you to what? say it one more time. When I was, when I was a young kid, I would, I would shit my pants. Okay. And my, my okay. mom would took me to the doctor and they called it uh, a sneaky poop. 
Poop or poo? Poo. Sneaky poop. Sneaky poop itis? No, just two O's. And then I remember. Did you know you were doing it or do, you couldn't I, help it? I don't know. Maybe I, I was so young. I was uh, like, I think like two or three, like three years old. Was there any chance oh, you're okay, like, that's, bitch, that's, I'm fucking Nick Bateman. I'm a shit wherever I goddamn please. Yeah. I, maybe that, I don't know. But <laughs> I remember one day I was um, avidly trying to not poop my pants as this little kid. And I, I was at the back of the playground and I looked all the way up to the school and I was like, I'm not going to make that. <laughs> so, Everyone's had that, that moment. Yeah, so yeah. I, I just, I, I yeah. looked around me and I saw a fence and I was like, I have to do this. So oh, I jumped no. the fence and I, I shit in someone's What'd bed. you use for toilet paper? Uh, probably leaves. I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've done Like it. I was in Canada, so they had, some, they had some big old maple leaves there. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so I remember jumping the fence. Then, By the way, if that happened in Canada, yeah? Yeah. The, I'm sure the neighbor would thank you for fertilizing their, their plants. Their, their plants. It's uh, okay. So I remember Please. jumping the fence again, and a couple of people saw, and they're like, did you shit in, in that person's yard? And I'm like, <laughs> I was a little nervous. I was like, yeah, I had to go. And they're like, oh my God, that's so cool. I, I was like, uh, okay. So I told a couple more people and then by the next day I realized it was not cool and I was the kid that jumped the fence and shit. And you couldn't, have been a, you couldn't have been a baby at this time. Like a little, you're like, I'm imagining like a baby Bateman jumping a fence. That's no, I possible. was like four or five years old. So still shit. Yeah. You were, you were the shit. Yeah. As, even as a kid, it's still like semi-acceptable. I, I, I was at a bar, this is completely unacceptable. I was at a bar a few years back and I was talking to this girl and there was about to be a hookup situation. I started, you know, that gurgling you feel in your stomach where you're like, I think I'm pretty sure I'm going to poop right now. Yeah. And I, and all, you know, when you go to a bar, busy bar or a club, the bathroom sometimes have long lines. And I was like, this won't do. Like, I've got to find a place to shit immediately. No, no, no. So I exited the club out the front <laughs> door, ran to a back alley and no, pooped no, in the alley. No. <laughs> and then I had an undershirt on. I took it off, used the undershirt As and then went back it. to the club and still hooked up with the girl with swamp ass. Uh, that's that's why, terrible. Why, why hasn't that been a skit yet? <laughs> that's he, I, he's the director. I'm just the fucking actor, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I, it's a great story, dude. Do we end the show there, or do I keep no. going? Do I do I go to this last fact, or what, what happened? Do I, do? I don't even know please what I ate. Change the subject, please. Change okay, the subject right. now. <laughs> well, I mean, speaking of all that, world's largest plane <laughs> makes first flight over California. Whoa, it's a big ass plane. Whoa, there's two so, of them. There's yep, made into one. It's two planes into one. Wait, is that really it's revolutionary? What yeah. What's the so point? So took of this over plane? the Mojave. Uh, it's to carry up ships, uh, and so instead of using rockets to launch satellites in the air, you basically attach it to the middle of that sucker, fly up super high, like thirty-five thousand feet. Launched a rocket off. You of that. launched the rocket off of that. Wow. Nice. Why do I feel like this is one of those man things where? A dude's just like, I just want the biggest plane. Like, there's no application. They're not going to use it for fucking rockets, dude. The dude glued two planes together <laughs> with Elmer's glue and was like, my double plane is bigger than your single plane, bitch. Like, Hey, Mike might be right. Might be right. Like, yo, they're yeah, not going to yeah. use that the- for anything. It's a fucking glued double plane. Yeah. Do you have the budget on what that plane costs? Does it say? Uh, let me, I'll look that up. That's probably that a lot. It's interesting to know because like, that's Five hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, that's how much it can carry. This up. is like Drake too. Drake just bought a jumbo jet. Like at what point? Yeah, is but his it? is dope, yo. Air Drake kind of looks like nineteen eighty six casino. I inside. think they're keeping it's it low key. Yeah. They don't. They didn't mm-hmm. release the price on that sucker. Uh. Right, that was facts for Spencer. Thank you, Spence. Of course. It's the first time we clapped for that. I think that was cool. I, man, I always like that segment. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I do too. I think that might be the best segment, especially because so much poop comes out of it. Mm-hmm. Is this is this dent on purpose? Because you want to dent the universe? Yep. Wow. For sure. Tagline. Am I the first person who uh, sure. got onto that? <laughs> Look, ball.com slash out. Hey, should we do audio only? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Hey, so ba- it's basically this. Here's the fun thing, but just better. 
And juicy. I don't know. It's not today because one of the leading things people are watching this episode is Bateman's looks. Oh, so as soon as the visual is gone, man. he's are, got a hell of a good voice too. Yeah, maybe. Not gonna yeah, lie. It calms me down. Calms mm-hmm. me down. You, it's that's not usually this deep. I just got lucky today, you know. No, you said oot a couple of times. Brassy. I said oot. And hey, oot, yo. Oot and a boot. We're about to do the audio only Spotify and iTunes. Uh, hit that subscribe button if you're not subscribed to this channel. Nick, bro, thank you for coming on Impulsive. Nice yeah. Of course, bro. Where can they find you on social media? Uh, Nick, <laughs> two underscores Bateman because one was taken and some little kid. Two underscores? How the fuck? That's horrifying. Fuck? Damn. You know what? Might as well just delete your account. I've grown or to like that the kid two up. underscores. Oh, really? I've grown to like my, my dog, my girl, every, you know, my everyone. You can park a bus in between those two. Yeah, it's like a long pause. You're not Nick Bateman, you're Nick. Bateman. 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 Yeah, exactly. Hit that subscribe button, impulsive audience. We love you. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. Take it easy. Peace. Here we are. It's great here. Holy shit. This is cool. What skill is involved being a model? Uh, to be honest, it's stick you, spinning. Uh, you just you know your angles. If if you can, oh. it, it's it sounds funny, but you get on set, and if you're doing uh, a shoot, you, you the point is is to get as many photo like usable photos as you can yeah. for the brand. So you literally get on, and you just you hear the click, you move, hear the click, you move, hear the click, you move, and you just and then you switch it from smiling to and you ask what they want. You want off camera, on camera. It's it's like anything with acting. You, you, but what are you thinking about? Well, I'm so sexy. Uh, it, no, it just, you, you learn how to like, you know, smile with your eyes and like, what, smizing. yeah, the smizing. smizing. Yeah. It's, it, it's once you know how to do it, it's, it becomes tedious and it's just mm. to me, not, you know, the traveling's fun, meeting new people and it's fun, everything. But like, to me, there's no, you, like martial arts are active. You can't go train it. You, like, and, well, I guess some people could technically sit in the mirror and stare at themselves, but, <laughs> uh, you feel like Zoolander. Kind of. Well, that's the parody of it. You know what I mean? It's once you've kind of, and, and technically, aesthetically good looking people, uh, most of the time, you know, are decent just standing there. They're going to look good regardless. You know, you get a girl who's got a perfect body and face. It, all these photographers are like, I'm so talented. It's like, it's not hard to make her look good. <laughs> yeah. Like, you've got, you got a five thousand, you got a $10,000 camera and a girl that's a 10. Like, you'd, you'd have to be pretty bad to mess that yeah. up. So, um, to me, it's, it's a it's a little it's a weird industry for sure. Who is more secure, male or female models? I don't. I'd probably say male models are more secure. Um, I I don't like how the industry treats female models. I used to represent um, models at a, at a time. I opened an agency back when social media oh, was a, gr- a growing like a really popular growing thing. Yeah. It was fresh on Instagram, and I would help other models grow their following and get them jobs yeah. that couldn't afford to pay for say my rate and i remember sending i won't say the names or agencies but i, I sent a girl who to me it looked beautiful healthy and i, I i'm a huge per, like person who likes people to be healthy mm. uh and they told her she was overweight and it Whoa. totally messed up her like her, her psyche she came back she didn't want to leave her house and this is one of the most confident girls i've ever met and she she didn't want to do fashion shows she i was just like heartbroken that they would tell her this where was this I was in Miami. Oh, I was in Miami. And yeah, but to me, it's like, you don't tell a, a young 18-year-old girl that she's fat when she's truly beautiful. But she- that's happening so often. Like I, I have this uh, this girl in New York and they're so open about being like, y'all, I'll be honest with you. Like we can't shoot you until you lose 10 pounds. Like they'll, they'll, they're very straightforward about it, especially in New York because Ty- New York Tyra is Banks? so- Yeah, but it doesn't happen anymore. The, the whole thing now is about being healthy. If you look at Calvin Klein, they're either too skinny or they're too big. There's like- Have you thought about going the reverse way? Like before, like when you used to have to be super healthy, have you thought like maybe if I fatten up, I could get like a plus size role? 
Like just eat a ton of Wendy's? No. Just I, let your body go to shit? No, because I, again, since being a martial artist and being someone who people look up to online, I don't want to ever portray an unhealthy lifestyle. Because yeah. people, people will be like, oh, what do you eat? What do you do for this? What do you do for that? And if Would I you would, ever do a fast food brand deal? No. It depends. Even if the money's right. Because <sighs> they, they got money, bro. So again, if I did it, it would have to be an organic way. We're like, I don't eat here all the time. Cheat day. But it's a cheat day. Yeah. Because people need to know that it's, you know, you're going to kill. Like I, back when I owned a Christ school, all I ate was Wendy's. I, it's all I could afford. I, I love Wendy's, I, by the way. But, but literally, I, I'd eat, uh, I don't know how I wasn't fat. I'd eat, yeah, about five junior bacon cheeseburgers every day because they were $1.25. Yeah. So all I could afford. Uh, not that I condone doing that, but but yeah, no, the the plus size thing is, is it, to me, it's fine as long as they're healthy. You know, there's so many models that work hard to have really good bodies and they're not booking things, but there's people who are slightly a little heavier who are booking things. Did you see Tyra Banks? She just posted about this. She, she actually got a Sports Illustrated cover mm-hmm. again, a uh, swimsuit cover. And so like it it was just crazy to see the comparison of like her original cover to this yeah, one. Yeah, we talked about it when you were gone. Oh, you did? Yeah. So I should stop talking no, about this. No, but what, what, <laughs> did they say she was like overweight or something? Well, she she was just like, hey, be confident with where you're at. You oh, know? Be oh, confident well, I mean, with what you're she's also like she's much popping. older now. Yeah, and she's still slaying. Yeah, true. As long as you, to me, as long as you're happy and you're not actually ingesting gratuitous amounts of unhealthy food <laughs> and portraying that as an image of success, I think yeah, you're fine. You ever have a? And I've had this. I'm not even a model. Have yeah. you ever had a, a uncomfortable or awkward experience with a photographer trying oh, to make you do stuff that you don't 100%. want? A hundred percent. What's I'm, the weirdest one? It's only happened once to me, but I had uh, a, f- a photographer where I was like kind of shooting almost nude. I was in underwear and I was just like pushing it down. And he's like, Further. he's like, uh, you know, get a little, uh, you know, hard. And I'm like, I'm the dude. <laughs> I, I, yeah. And I'm like, dude, listen, I, I'm not like that at all. And you are actually making it worse. <laughs> I'm not trying like to be he was like, making like you soft. just got soft. He was making yeah. me like a turtle. Like, like yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like scared. Yeah. So, uh, and then I was like, no. And then I was like, oh, fuck, fine. Cause I want the pictures look good. So I go in the corner away from this guy and I kind of like try to buddy whack it. Yeah. And then I come back and then at one point he would, he, he was like, oh, let me do it. I'm like, Whoa! what the fuck? I am sorry. Whoa! Did he make it onto that blacklist of photographers that just came out recently? I slapped his hand so hard away, and I was like, don't you ever do that again. Wow. Um, Did you leave? uh, Are you professional? I'm a professional. I just, I smacked his hand away, and I looked him in the face. Like, I'm a martial artist, so I I gave him the look, like, you do that again. You're getting around how. What what kept you from walking? Just because... I'm professional and I didn't feel threatened. I'm 6'4", I'm a black belt. Yeah, no yeah, one can yeah, really do yeah. anything to me. If yeah. they try, I can slap their hand away. This guy tries again, I can I can defend myself. Uh, and any photographer that I met that was huge is known for this. Like, they'd be like, hey, Nick, nice to meet you. Oh, what do you do? I own a karate school. I teach people to defend themselves. I'd smile them and they're like, ah, okay. So I never really, that was the one uh, time I had that problem. Uh, besides that, the people who I worked with who were photographers who were notorious for that. Um, I remember shooting something and it was like 10 minutes of shooting and I was like, whoa, he just took the other guy over there and shot with him for two hours. Why am I only 10 minutes? And all the guy's whole team was like, trust me, it's a good thing. Good thing. And I was was like, okay, cool. Did you Um, see that list that came out that I was talking about like last year? It was like the blacklist of photographers. photographers. Yeah, Yeah, you know, I don't, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, there was, there was some that we know. There was a lot of people on it, but there also, it was, what they did was they at least, made it so it was tiered in terms of offenses so it was like if there was a star next to it it was like five or more 
severe offenses wow. and then other ones were like uh, there was like he said she said ones where they're not sure but there was oh, that's multiple awesome. that's great do you know what i'm saying but yeah. there were some that were like five to ten egregious offenses where they like literally yeah. like groped or like did things that were completely unacceptable yeah um and so that was cool that that list came out but i did feel bad for the people that like potentially got tied up in some he like said, i have friends said. who are models who had to go through that and that it, it's just weird the, the, the guy the male models got targeted a lot so yeah. would they ever come out and say something about it uh I, i'm sure i don't know because it's embarrassing it's kind of like that dave Chappelle skit you know the, you, you know the one he yeah, talked about man rape yeah. it's like it's not, it's not a good thing for guys to say yeah. be like i got raped yeah like or anything like not that they say they, they got raped but they yeah, might yeah. have gotten put in an uncomfortable situation but i doubt the guys that i know would want to talk about it because you know at the time they're a young impressionable yeah, kid and they're just that. trying to make it in the industry and then this guy who is a big photographer or whoever it might be is taking advantage of their position so say someone say someone um who's not a 6'4 martial art black belt uh, gets in a scenario like that and maybe it's not always like a photographer model situation, just mm -hmm. any sort of uh, I need to defend myself. Is there is there like a go-to or some piece of advice you have for anyone who's in some sort of danger? I, to me, I always say if you can walk, if you feel uncomfortable and you can walk away, just walk away. Martial arts always teaches you to, if you can walk away, run away, talk yourself out of it, you do that first before you resort to any type of physical yeah. altercation. Yeah. Uh, if it's a girl and the guy is going to overpower you, I usually tell him to go for the throat because, uh, you know, you punch someone in the throat, they're going to be stunned long enough that you can get away safely. Um, you know, the, the, My dad always taught me to go for the eyes. The, the eyes. Small target. I know it's a small target, but like... It's, it depends on how severe the situation is. If it's for your life, yeah, go for the eyes. But if it's just something where you're uncomfortable, you don't want to gouge someone's eyes out. <laughs> the Greg so, Paul. That's such a Greg Paul oh, thing. Well, he does. He wants to tear your head off and shit down your yeah, throat but you've got to, at any moment. You've got to judge the situation. You know what I mean? If, if you're in a corner and they're like, say you're a girl and you're in a corner and there's four guys cornering you. Yeah, go do whatever you can to survive. Scratch, bite, yeah, kill. Yeah, yeah, do anything yeah, yeah. you can, like Krav Maga stuff that you can do to survive. But a good, but a good chop to the throat is always a good look. Yeah. Well, when I taught women's kickboxing, I'd always, you know, teach women how to punch, and then if a guy got, because the thing is, guys are used to a, a need of the the balls. As a, they're ready for it. Yeah, they're ready for it. And if yeah. a guy, it'll just make a mad. But if you like give a, someone a good punch to the throat, it's <laughs> yeah. it gives you enough time to yeah, kind of yeah. 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 Keep kicking ass, ladies. Yeah. yeah. So. Hi, right, yo. More throats. I was just going to say, oh, uh, we found out, or I found out today about this skill of yours, this stick spinning. Is it always, yeah, isn't it always funny when you find out someone's like odd, like Talent. skill? Yeah. Like, do you well, that's weird? why when he told me, I was like, I'm sorry, what are you saying? Yeah. And then I watched the videos. I'm like, holy shit. What's your guys like? Do you have a weird talent, Spencer? Oof. I don't know, dude. Do you, Mike? I was just going to say that I like to grow. I'm like a horticulturist. A what? Like a green. I got a green thumb. I like to grow herbs and spices. Oh, you, oh. yeah. My boy Mac is a botanist. Yeah, oh, that's what it is. We should collab, dude. That's what no. it is. So you I, haven't started a garden? Is I, I did recently, but it's, yeah. I, uh, he's growing weed, if Fuck. I'm being honest. A legal amount, six plants out of public eye. <laughs> Jed, if we have to cut it, cut it. Well, it's the audio only. He might not see this part. Fuck. Now, Hear Jeff, it. call Jed. Um, I, I could ride a unicycle and do the pogo stick. At the same time? Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. I saw you eat shit on a pogo stick. Oh, yeah. That really? was major shit. That yeah. Yeah. Jake's drive, there was a pogo stick laying there, and it's one of the ones that you can jump like eight feet. Did I say be careful yes. before? Yeah. <laughs> this was like two months before the and fight. Yeah, this was, was at, his, at Jake's house, yeah. right? Well, his driveway is slippery, and the bottom of the pogo stick was rubber. Yeah, you went straight I, to your shoulder. I just ate shit, yeah. And I laid there. Whenever I get like majorly fucked up, bro, if I just lay there for like 10 to 20 seconds and don't do anything, like, yeah, 
the facade that I'm dead, I tend to rejuvenate fairly. Really? I have to, whenever something (laughs) terribly bad happens to me, my gut instinct is always get the fuck up. Really? Why? Because because I've had really bad injuries and I feel like when I lay there, it's only because I can't get up. Yeah. And so like when I, when I, like when I fell off that one wheel recently, I went down hard enough and fucked myself up bad enough to do at least five so, to 10 so you're seconds. that one kid who's 12 that falls off his bike that gets at me and he's like, I'm good. Yeah. Hey, went, no, 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 no. Listen, it happened to me. I, I was going off a, 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 people that are listening to this from my hometown might remember the story. I was going off a huge set of doubles on my BMX bike and I, I lost the bike midair, fell broke my entire arm off. Like it was hanging off my wrist. Right. And immediately same reaction. Whoop. Arm off. Hanging around. Walking around the fucking yard. It's turning purple. People are puking. And my arm is hanging off. I'm like, I'm good guys. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just flopping around in the fucking So that's breeze. what I'm saying. Maybe it would have been better to just chill for a yeah, second. Like, yeah. what's the point? Of, you, like, you're not going to go anywhere. Imagine my bone was stressed, but because I popped myself up so fast, <laughs> it just cracked off. Yeah. I broke my finger during a karate class I was teaching. I had, it was called Little Dragons class, like three to five-year-old kids, and I was throwing. They had to run back and forth while I threw ball, like uh, dodgeballs at them. And oh, you're going to say throwing stars for some no, reason. No, I was horrible. <laughs> throwing, throwing stars at little kids. Uh, but I, I lost my balance. I went to put my hand down. All my weight went onto my pinky finger, and it broke straight out. And since I teach these kids, you cannot show pain. I got up, and I was like, my finger was out this way. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I broke my finger back into place, and I taught the rest of the class. And then I went up to the parents after, and I went, I think it broke my finger and my finger was like eight times the size. And they're like, when did that happen? I'm yeah, like, yeah, at yeah. the beginning of the class. At what point, well, why didn't it cross your mind? Like, let's be honest, fuck those kids. Fuck these like, kids, man. Like, you got to go to the hospital and they can I'm learn pretty sure they can go home for the day. Like, I'm pretty I'm like, sure. I'm going to fix my pinky, dude. And by the way, I'm looking at his pinky now. Like, I never want to look at Nick Bateman again. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's vile, bro. Wait, the, the, I'm, I'm just kidding. The cameras are off, but this is a funny thing that I, I, I don't, like, I don't tell a lot of people, but I have, uh, I have lady fingers and a man's hand. What's that? Look how, look how feminine my fingers are. Oh, wow. And then look how big my hand is. He's got crazy. Yeah. No, I've, do I have that too? Uh, I don't know, but like, look at look how tiny my pinky is. I, I put that next to like, me, bro. I got we got same size pinky. Do we? We all got lady finger. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? We all got lady fingers. I feel like if you I'm I also could, about yeah. a you see like a half shorter. You see like a guy who does construction's hand. It does not crazy. look like this. Their hands are all fat. <laughs> yeah, nasty. Yeah, like yeah, I feel nubs. Yeah, it's funny because he's gonna go slap these Russians with his pretty lady hands. No, no, and no. no feel, have, feel my palms. No, you got some calluses there. Yeah, bro. Feel these. Yeah. Like these are man hands. Smans. These are Ohio hands. Ohio hands. Right, yo, let's go practice slapping things. Nick Bateman, bro. Thank you for coming on in Boston. Thanks for having me. We love you. Bye, everybody. <laughs> lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.